for this. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Turn the fucking uh, beat off! What is that? What? What is that? What is that noise? What noise? Really, sir, there wasn't any noise. The Alpine's bumping, but I need the volume high. What up, though? It's your boy, Low Gross, also known as Uncle Skeetar. You're listening to episode 73 of the Inaudible Ruckus Podcast, man. We're recording this in the midst of Hurricane Harvey, man. But the road trip got to roll on, man. We pulled back up in for the finale up in Houston, so I got my boy Big Joe for show. Straight up out the southwest side, man, off the Keep It Trill Podcast, man. We was trying to do a joint episode, but the hurricane messed it up, so we still going to get this shot in. You know what I'm saying? But uh, keep it locked here. We got a lot of good content for y'all. We going to hold y'all down and give y'all something to listen to while we ride it out through this hurricane, man. It's an audible ruckus. Motherfucker. Oh, have you not heard? It was my understanding that everyone had heard. What are you talking about? Right from where I left off, let's get back to that real shit That sit back, just chill shit Whip packs that I kill shit A chit chat about trill shit Spit that how I feel shit Don't shoot the messenger up in this thing, man. It is, as I mentioned, so if you hear rain or thunder or whatever the hell else going on, or if out of nowhere some shit just cut off, just know the hurricane Harvey is is, is pulling up slow, loud, and banging. You know what I'm saying? But in the meantime, I got the big homie, Big Joe for show, straight up off one third of the Keep It Trill podcast, Big Joe. What it do? Hey, what's good, baby? Ain't nothing, man. How y'all doing over there on the south side, man? Y'all, y'all good? Man, we still hanging in here. We ain't swimming or nothing. See, not yet. Because you know it flood real bad over there on our southwest. Oh, yeah, man. It get bad, especially around Fonda. Yeah, man. As long as y'all good, man. You know, so that's why I appreciate I mean, you know, you're a big homie over there, so I know you making sure everybody good. But, you know, that's why I appreciate you taking the time out to, you know, come on the show and chop it up, finish up this audio road trip. Already, man. Also, too, we wanted to give a plug to the Keep It Trill podcast, you know what I'm saying, because y'all boys over there working hard. This was supposed to be, for the listeners out there, and I mentioned it in the intro, this was supposed to be a joint episode where we was all going to get together, but Harvey is a player hater, you know what I'm saying, not a congratulator, so we ain't fucking with him. <laughs> nah, we ain't fucking with him. You know, but we're going to get off into it, man. And the reason why like, I rock with Big Joe so much, man, because he a, he a real down south, southern Texas player, you know what I'm saying, so... I need your level of expertise on some of this stuff, man. So I came came across this list this week, man, and it was talking about the 20 best Southern albums of all time. And it was a bunch of stuff on there, man. As expected, man, it was a lot of, like, um, Master P album. Some uh, Future was on there, like some some newer stuff. Rich Boy, 8-Ball, MJG, 
Mystical. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Wayne, UGK, Scarface, Outkast. Did you get a chance to see this list, man? Man, I checked it out. I, I glanced at it. What was was there anything that like stuck out to you at first glance? Um, I probably I feel like some of them could have went higher. Okay, just old school stuff like the the UGKs, the Outkasts, yeah. uh, the Scarface. But they had but, they, they had Outkast. So I will say this: they did do what they were supposed to do. Outkast they ranked them number one with Equimini, and then UGK riding dirty was number two. Now the rest of that after that just got a little sketchy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. No, but but I like I, I I see where you're getting at because those two groups in particular I feel like on the underground side of things, along with yeah. like the eight ball and MJGs, but then also, you know what I'm saying, on the underground but then on the mainstream side as far as like being the vanguard for the South, it's a lot of influential uh movements that came from that and that a lot of the respectability that came to the South was because of the, the lyricism and the production that Outkast and Goody Mob and Dungeon Family brought, but then also the grind and the networking that UGK did on the low. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, and, yeah. and then that oh, opened yeah. the door for, like, the T.I.s and the Jeezys and, and the Lil Waynes. You know what I'm saying? And the Futures and stuff like that, because that's when the trap music, uh, T.I. and Jeezy kind of helped that second wave of it, so to speak. At least yeah. that's what I got from it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, you own it. Yeah. I mean, bro, I, I told you, and, and I saw a little, I saw some Scarface in there, I saw some Ghetto Boys and stuff, and we, we all understand how influential Houston was to that movement, you know what I'm saying, other stuff, whether they get the credit for it or not, you know what I'm saying, but I feel like they was, so every region, right, has, a, uh, I was talking about this with my boy from the West Coast. Every region has, like, that one major city that, like, gets it popping, and then they got that hood-ass cousin that keep it real, right? So if you think L.A. is the flashy city on the west, it's not, but Oakland is that hood-ass, grimy-ass uh, cousin or whatever. The Midwest, you got Chicago, which is where all the money is. That's the big city there, but then Detroit is, like, the grimy, like, hood cousin. If you look at Atlanta, that's the flashy place in the south, right? Houston is like that, Houston is that, that trill ass, just, I'm not gonna say grimy, but it's that trill, like, real ass city where it's like, hey, look, we flashy too, but, like, we gonna keep it all the way 100% over here, ain't none of that fuck shit going on down here. Yeah, just keep it 100. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I see it like that, I see Houston is probably like the chill, the, you know that chill, cool cousin? Yep. That's exactly how I see the city. So, and, and, and I bring that up because you brought this to my attention. Um, and we talked about this. So, UGK was ranked high on that list. They were number two, riding dirty. Uh, they considered one of the more influential ones. But Bun B was on Drink Champs, right? Oh. And it was a real good interview. He went into a lot of detail, man. So, so did you get a chance to catch it? Oh, yeah. I called, I called Bum B and got a catch. What, what, what was your thoughts on some of the game he was spilling on there? Because he was spilling some game, bro. Man, he was. I feel like that was a conversation long overdue Well, for the culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, man, it's, and then it's always good when uh, the elders or the OGs link up and, you know, you know they always dropping gems everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. And then it was, it was crazy to realize that, um, all the old school cats know each other. Yeah. All the old school cats know each other. And everybody, like, like different people, but they was just from different areas. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing, he, he dropped a lot of game. It was a lot of new stuff on there that he revealed that I didn't necessarily know. Some of that stuff I kind of knew because I read the Pimp C book. And if anybody, like, is interested to learn just about the South in general, like all of the South, Read the Pimp C book, man. The, the uh, Sweet Jones, uh, the trill story of Pimp C. I think that's what it's, it's like. Three hundred some pages, but it's worth every minute of it. You gonna really understand like how the South is the South and why Pimp C was so loved, because he was really like connected all throughout the South. I'm talking like the reason why, like he's up in Nashville selling dope with some dudes, and one of the the young nephews that was a spot worker ended up being Young Buck type shit. Young Buck from G Unit, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and one thing Bun B said in the interview that stuck out to me was them and 3-6 Mafia was going to link up to become a group and it was going to be called Underground Mafia. And bro, I would have died. Because when they used to collab on some stuff, remember <laughs> sipping on Scissor, uh, Like a Pimp, they had recorded like two or three tracks, he said. And that was, that was one of the reasons why international players came to be because Pimp C, one of his favorite rappers was Project Pat and he wanted to reuse that I Choose You beat for international players. Yeah. Imagine oh, if yeah. they would have came together, bro. Imagine no, like full force came together. Oh my oh, god. Oh, that would some. It would have been a little different, probably a little different. I'm talking um, like like music, splashed. bro. Yeah. Musicality yeah, wise, like like oh my yeah. god, oh my god. The trap would have blew out the house. <laughs> Houston, man, because that would have happened before, like, the Houston wave that, that really got the city popping like that. So, it, Houston would have probably been known for a whole nother, you yeah, know what I'm saying, that's sound. Man, it would have been a new image, a different image. But man, we can only elaborate on what could have been, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yeah, man. I, um, one thing, another thing Bun said was... And I think every artist, because, you know, on this show, bro, uh, and on y'all show, too, y'all support the, the independent artists. You know what I'm saying? Um, he said that your first album you make for the hood, your second album you make for the world, and then the rest of the stuff you make is for yourself as the artist. Oh, yeah. And I thought that that was, that was deep. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that gave you, like, a level of um, a level of direction to know, like, like how to navigate through this game. Yeah, I... I... I, I thought that was pretty cool of him too. I thought um, that I don't think people be having that kind of guidance in the game anyway, because yeah. they be wanting what they have. So yep, yep. if you if you just throw a little guideline for them, that probably help um, help their career extend. Yeah, I mean, because you know, I, I, we talked about this a couple episodes back, bro. But a lot of people, man, it's. It's not so much one hit wonders anymore, but they be one season wonders. Like when you think of dudes like Fetty Wap or whatever, you got that one song, you make like three songs, and they arrive for the summer, but then we don't never hear from you no more. Like Rich Homie Quan and them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 exactly. And that ain't no right. knock to nobody. It's just like you know, you gotta have like you gotta have some staying power out here, bro. Oh yeah, you gotta find your itch. Cause I, I mean, I look at somebody like, and you, you, you from down here, man? So you could tell me if I'm wrong and stuff, but like. Bun B, like, stepped it up after Pimp Like, one, he stepped it up after Pimp C went to jail. But then when Pimp C got out, they went hard. And then Pimp C died, and he went even harder, bro, because he was all over everybody track. He was on everybody feature, man. I, I ain't going to lie. It's, I feel like it's when, when Pimp got out, I feel like he would. Mon probably seen a side he ain't seen before, and it was motivating. And mm -hmm. it was probably giving him some gems that changed his life on some 
on some trash shit. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I don't know. Man, he, boy, he had a grind. He had a, he seen the goal and he tried to make it come. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to ask you there. This, and, and, I mean, you can answer it however you see fit. The UGK saw a murder. Who had the best verse, Pimp C or Bub B? See, look. See, this is the hard part between me and the whole Keep It Chill team. See, I like, I like fun lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I like Pimp, like, delivering. Yes, like, yes. It's, it's something. It's him. It's all truth, though. It ain't like he, he lied. Right. So I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Pimp. I'm gonna go with Pimp too, cause like Bun was saying some stuff. Like I felt like Murder is the best UGK song, but this is why they both rapped as hard as they possibly could, and they did it their own way. Pimp style was Pimp style, like you said, with his delivery and all of that, and he was rapping about the stuff that he rapped about, and Bun just flexed on the lyrics and like putting the bars together and stuff. But when he said it's Pimp C, bitch. So what the fuck is up putting powder on the strip because I got big fucking nuts? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. <laughs> Man, I'm proud, What up, though? This is Low Gross, also known as Uncle Skeet. You listening to the Audio Road Trip series on the Inaudible Ruckus podcast, man. Close your eyes and imagine yourself on a fantastic voyage. Inaudible Ruckus, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of that too, and, and one of the reasons why I wanted you on this show, um, so I fuck with the Keep It Trill podcast. Y'all make sure y'all check them out on SoundCloud, Keep It Trill podcast. Look it up. Uh, uh, follow them on, on Instagram as well. Keep It Trill. Uh, what is it? Keep It Trill Pod. What's the What's yeah. the What's the uh, Instagram handle? On Instagram, it's Keep It Trill podcast. Keep on It Trill podcast. Keep It Trill pod. Pod. So y'all make sure y'all follow them. But I like y'all boys because y'all talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of the same stuff that we talk about, right? Okay. Um, Trade the Truth, Southwest Side uh, representer. Uh, y'all talk about him. His new album dropped. What's your thoughts on that? I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with it heavy. It's like, you can tell, he. it feel like he enjoyed it this time. Like, mm -hmm. feel like he had a freedom that he ain't had before. Like he got something off his chest. Yeah. But, and see, I, I thought the same thing, because um, what we know for Trey, well, you know what I'm saying, what I appreciate about him is that he poured his emotions out on wax. You know what I'm saying? That's what he always do. That's what we can expect for him to do. And it helped me out, because everybody knows, so long story short, back in 2009, probably worst year of my life, uh, the Asshole by Nature album, with him is zero, it is what it is. That album saved my life, because I, I lost my grandfather, then my uncle got killed the day after then my little cousin got killed um, a couple months after that. Then I had another cousin die, and then my grandmama died, all back to back to back. And the album that got me through that whole time was Assholes by Nature, It Is What It Is. 
You feel what I'm saying? And I tell people that story, and I met Trey three times since I've been here in Houston, and I tell him, like, he, of course he don't remember me, because I'm sure he meet like a thousand people a day, but every time I tell him, I'm like, dog, you saved my life, and he look at me like, all right, that's what's up, little homie, I'm like, I just want you to know, nigga, you saved my life, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> he gonna fuck around and be like, hey, where that dude that saved his life? Man? Yeah, where that one little nigga with the Detroit hat that keep popping up on yeah. me everywhere? That Detroit nigga. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but the only thing, though, the only thing. This album ran long, bro. It was like 17 songs on there or something, man. I'm like, come on, yeah. Trey. Come on now. Yeah. I don't know about that one. But I guess he wanted to squeeze a, some features in there, get some, get some of the younger crowd in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always good for that. He always look out for the young homies. Yeah. And because, you know, he got that title with uh, Grand Hustle. Now, he like vice president of, uh, like, they whole shit over there. Yeah, I heard about that. He making moves. And he got the McDonald's endorsement, too. Now, I used to work for McDonald's. McDonald's is very careful about their brand and who they rock with and who they, like, allow to, like, carry their, you know what I'm saying, endorsement or whatever. So, for him to link a, a, a an endorsement deal with them, one, is big. Two, like, it goes to show you, man, the box is still bullshitting for, for banning his music still, man, because, like, this man is the embodiment of the city, like, outside of the city and inside the city. Like, play exactly. the man's music. Like, get out that man case, man. <laughs> well, you know what, Joe, man? Well, and I don't know if I mentioned this on air or not. So I was reading the Pimp C book, and he was talking about this lady at the box who he couldn't stand, and his mama and him both used to call and cuss that lady out. It ended up being the same lady that banned Trey the Truth. Why was it the same lady when I went to an interview with the box a couple years back? It was the same. I, I looked. I didn't know who the lady was, but when I read the Pimp C book, they had a picture of her in there. And I was just the same lady that told me no. So go figure, man. I, I dedicate this. I think the lady's name is Terry something, man. I can't remember her name. Anyway, Miss Terry Thompson or whatever the fuck your name is. Man, I dedicate episode 73 to you, nigga. Keep it trill. Yeah, already. <laughs> but, um, so we talked about Trey, man, how he be looking out for the younger homies. So I got to ask you this, man. Now, you a Houstonian. That's the, that's, I think that's proper term. You Houstonian. What's your thoughts on Travis Scott, bro? Because right now, he's one of the, the most poppingest artists in the industry. But it don't seem like he really getting, like, that H-Town stamp. I could be wrong, though. So tell me, like, you know what I'm saying? What, what's your take on it? What you seeing over in your hood? Like, is they fucking with him? See, look. Um, I think T. Scott, I think he in a lane of his own. Like, he, he creative. Like, I think he... He a musician, so mm -hmm. he can do it all. It's a difference when you rapping and you singing, and it's a difference when you got it all. Yeah. And it's just taking, you know, he's just taking his own path. Ain't no rush. But I think the city behind him, especially most city, Texas, and a, a lot of people on the West, you know. Yeah. He, uh, he just doing his own thing. He be rapping, too. He throw little hints in the song. I mean, he, most city this, most city that. You know what I'm saying? He, he definitely for the culture. It's just one of those things, man. Like, people, like, and we talk about this past couple episodes. People ask me about T Grizzly. Like, 
I rock with T Grizzly, and he is like the embodiment of Detroit. I just, in particular, that's just a sound that I got tired of, because that's just my the local sound that I grew up on and stuff. That's not taking away from his artistry or saying that he whack, because I feel like he cold and he got the torch right now. He the hottest in the city, so I want to see him win. I just don't necessarily gravitate towards it, but I'm different because I've been outside of the city for so long, and I'm just saying, like, for me being down here in Houston, it's a lot of dudes, like, everybody loves the Paul Walls. Everybody loves the Slim Thugs. They love the Zeros. They love the Trader Truths. But when it comes to people like the Travis Scotts, the Chameleonaires, you know what I'm saying? It's other people in Houston, uh, Killer Calion, you know what I'm saying? That's another one that are underrated, and they really, like, could be them next ones to carry the torch for Houston. But Houston just, for for whatever reason, decide, ah, we good on you. See? I feel like that's, I think that's a whole nother level, though, because it's like people in the city, they know who what's up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But as far as the industry, that's a whole new game. Like, they, they ain't going to push some of them people like that. But I feel like T. Scott going to be, I feel like T. Scott kind of like a rock star, like with the with the little Uzi Verts and that type of, okay. not, not his rap, not his rap, but... I'm just saying he on that style type. Style wise, style wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, man, because I, because I, 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 I ain't gonna lie to you. I slept on him at first, right? Because the rodeo, the rodeo tape. I was like, all right, this is cool, but eh. And then I had to go back and listen to it because what happened was one of my boys. Shout out to Tony T from That's Debatable, the hottest show on YouTube. He did a um at the end of uh, last year. He did like his top albums of the year. And number one, he put Birds in the Trap scene McKnight. And I was like, man, let me go back and listen to this. Because I don't think that that was the top one. Man, bro, I went back and listened to that shit. I got like five, six of them songs on my workout playlist. Like, that that album was actually, like, the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I slept on that joint. And it's cool. It seemed like it was, it seemed like it was him. And, it's, and it was different. It's definitely different. I don't know nobody sounding like him. It, you know what the what you know what it is, bro. It was progressive. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? It advanced the sound because sonically, a lot of stuff was going on there, and and he is a prodigy of Kanye West. You feel what I'm saying? So, so Kanye is known for pushing the boundaries on stuff, and I feel like Travis kind of picked up what Kanye tried to do with Life of Pablo, and he just like rounded it out and made it like yeah. they like completed that bitch. And then the, just the fact that he rep Houston on that mug, I feel like Houston should gravitate more towards it, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I said I agree. I, I feel like we gotta, especially when they got talent, you gotta gravitate. You gotta keep it, keep it solid, like. Well, if it's a good representation, if he putting out some trash, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> we can't be supporting none of that. So I do got to ask you this, man, because so me and Black Gold had a conversation, and I mentioned this before, man. Um, Houston is a launching pad for a lot of people in the industry, right? Um, a lot of artists come to Houston to catch their break. And, and and they play their records in Houston first. When you think about Lil Wayne back in the day, like when he solely like carried the torch for Cash Money, Young Money, like he came to Houston and started popping. Um, Boosie, you know what I'm saying? He left Baton Rouge, and a lot of his music was played in Houston first before it was played everywhere else. Same with Kevin Gates, and then even on a more national level, you look at somebody like a Drake. So I gotta ask you then, with Houston having that level of influence, why do you think some of the local dudes? 
don't like more of the local talent doesn't get the shine other than like the Travis Scott's and everything. But like, it's a lot of other people. Like I mentioned killer Calion, you know what I'm saying? You got the sauce twins. It's all these other, and it's all these other up and coming artists, you know what I'm saying? That we about to get off into some music too. But just what's your thoughts on this? Why, as far as why the local talent doesn't get on, like even Kirk Bang, so to speak, we ain't heard from him in a minute. Propane, you know what I'm saying? GT Garza, you know what I'm saying? Why haven't we heard any of these dudes? Um, probably life. Okay. Probably, probably got a, probably got one foot in and one foot out. They ain't had a chance to focus like mm-hmm. they need to because you got to put in some work to get, especially coming out of Houston, you got to put in some work. Yeah. Yep. So, I feel like the ones who, the ones who, uh, who really got something that, they gotta know they got something. They gotta put everything forward. Yeah, it's a hustle. It's definitely a hustle. For sure. I'm, I'm gonna tell you like I'm gonna tell you like this, man. When you got people that come from like other places and come down to Houston, man, it's definitely the land of opportunity down here, man. I can tell you that. This is just a Detroit perspective. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I mean, I I I can see why. I can see why, and it seems like where well, every day the streets just packed because. Everybody moving down south. Yep. Like, it's, um, you could tell, like, so what you got to do is you got to put your feet to work, man. Yep. You got to put your feet to work, and you got to go get it. Yeah. And uh, people, I feel like people got to, if you, I'm like local artists, I feel like they got to, don't be afraid to ask questions. Because mm-hmm. I feel like. Maybe the younger crowd and the older crowd don't meet up enough, and they need to ask questions. Yep. So if you don't know what to do, like my mom always told me, a closed mouth don't get fed. Preach. (laughs) (laughs) Preach. But all right, bro, we we about to, uh, we're going to come back with some sports, but we're going to cut away to some music because, again, we're going to support the local talent. That's what we got to do, man. So this first track is by our boy Player C. Uh, he got a mixtape uh, behind the wheel of the Delta. This is called Use Me Up. It's got an Al Green sample, so I'm fucking with it heavy. And then our homie Tony Del Fresco featuring EDF. This is called Money Machina. It's Friday. It's payday, man. So we got to turn up one time. Uh, it's the Keep It Trill podcast and an Audible Ruckus podcast. So keep it locked here, motherfucker. Down West, how 
I'ma get her something to eat. She pulled up in her bed and she was looking so sedate. I said, pretty lady, would you like something to eat? She said, I'm on my lunch break and that sounds so sweet. We was at the lights, so I told her bus to ride I guess Benny Hunters was the only thing in sight. I watched when she slept, I watched when she strutting. Man, this girl right here is hell up. The lust is such a rush Her body is so amazing The bread is just a plus The way that he brought the bill I reached but didn't touch She pulled out the car Said this one's on her So as a man I dropped down the tip She reached for my hand We walked off and dipped Said our goodbyes And hopped in the whip She sent me a text Said follow me to until your big moment comes? Do you keep stacking up victories on the low and only a few people seem to notice? You need a brand that's going to represent you. Check out HumbleFlourishBrand.com. Also check out their Facebook and Instagram page at HumbleFlourishBrand. Trapping out the cleaners, Supreme starts dying like my uncle when you meet him. 
My bitch bad like a leader. And when I'm in my city, fuck a deuce, I pull a leader. And when I'm on the scene, all the bitches wanna meet her. I'm a money machine. Money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. Money machine. That's a money machine. A money machine. That's a money machine. Bitch, I think it's 9-6, drop top black with the fifth on the back switch. Bitch, you ain't seen four straight out of Cali, how a nigga rock Supreme phone. Supreme is the deep game, that's why your bitch callin' trying to get that Supreme brain. Flippin' down Scott, man, my real so big, I think my tie's about to pop. See, I ass so fat, I think a penny's about to drop. Kevin Stick, touch the shit, that's the chop shop. Sneak K, touch the change, a nigga went broke. Supreme starts dying like my uncle when you meet him. My bitch bad like a leader. And every time I test that bitch, that hoe wanna meet him. I'm a money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. Money machine. That's a money machine. A money machine. That's a money machine. I'm thinking 9-6 Apollo, old Chevy shit. Big nigga hopping out the Porsche, out some heavy shit. Just took a 9 out of brick, threw it on my wrist. Triple X, Raider flick, how look up at my wrist. Hey, look up at my neck, she all up in my grill. Got paid, fuck a record deal. I just cracked seals, sell pills on the daily like a mecca. Y'all can have drink and let me fuck Tay Hackett on the record. For the record, I've been breaking track. Records trying to move a thousand blocks. Gotta keep a clean record for the record still lit. Ask them hoes in the city. BTF, IPO, big money in the city, get it with me. Ain't got the H up in the A up on some trade shit. I got an 8 up in the mountain, do a sun kiss. High up on them perks, watch the sun get a kiss. If I'ma get it, it's a hit or hit. Ho, never miss my machine, bitch. I'm a money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. Money machine. That's a money machine. A money machine. That's a money machine. Alright, y'all, we are back. That was Player C. We used me up. Looking forward to that mixtape coming out. He getting the Delta all ready for y'all. Y'all make sure y'all keep it locked. I'm sure he got videos and all that coming. Then our homeboy, Tony Del Fresco, featuring EDF with Money Machina. Okay, this is the sports segment, man. So this week, man, a lot of shit happened, man. Joe, for the listeners out there, man, Big Joe for show, the big homie. Right, one third of the Keep It Trill podcast. He's joining us here. So, so just uh, go ahead, Joe, one more time. Tell them on, on social media where they can follow Keep It Trill at. Man, on on Twitter, you follow us at Keep It Trill POD podcast, and then on Instagram, you follow us at uh, Keep It Trill podcast. Already, know what I'm saying? Because and, and I mean, we talk we talk a lot offline about stuff, man. Then we just get on the podcast, both podcasts. And be going, and that's why I like because oh, we we gonna get into that in the next segment. But right now, because I I, I go for days. I already told you. Um, 
Kyrie Irving got traded to the Boston Celtics, bro, for uh, Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, some uh, foreign dude, and the Nets first round draft pick. What's your thoughts on, on like what's your thoughts on this trade, and who do you think won, Cleveland or Boston? got the better of it, and this is why, though. They basically upgraded the point guard position because Isaiah Thomas is Isaiah Thomas. He could get it in, right? But you got to also look. They made other moves. They got Gordon Hayward in there. They um they they cleared up the log jam that they had in their uh, backcourt, right? So they ended up uh, getting Marcus Morris, one of the Morris twins from Detroit when they traded Avery Bradley, who basically replaces Jay Crowder, right? as far as being tough and playing that defensive role. Um, but that clears up more space, so when Kyrie goes in, he's going to be a stone-cold killer. Um, also, Kyrie cannot carry a team. It's yet to be seen. He tried to w before LeBron came back, but LeBron stifles the way a lot of other people play, and I've said this before, and I'll get into the LeBron part in a second. But actually, we can get into it now. So the first tenure with the Cavaliers, right, when LeBron was on the come up. They traded for people. Remember, they oh, he got a team full of bums, blah, blah, blah. I remember Mo Williams, right? And those of us who really follow the NBA, Mo Williams was coming up in Milwaukee. He was a, he was driving to the lane. He was a playmaker. He was a scorer, and he was a shooter. When he came to the Cleveland Cavaliers, they basically said, we want you to spot up and shoot the three, which – mitigated his game. Now, I'm not saying Mo Williams was the Ross, but his trajectory was high. Like, he was on the rise to becoming, like, another great point guard in the league, or another at least good, decent point guard. But playing with LeBron, it made him a little bit more one-dimensional. So for the rest of his career, he just ended up becoming, like, a shooter. And that's not a bad thing necessarily because, I mean, he stayed in the league and this and that, but it just goes to show you how, how much tweaking your game for the next man versus now Kyrie can do him. So that's why I said we're going to see if he can carry a whole team, even though he hasn't proven that he can in the past, but it's not all the way his fault is the whole point that I was making. Um, I feel like Cleveland didn't win because LeBron still don't know if he's staying. Okay, then now they're talking about, oh, well, now D-Wade is going to take a buyout and he may go to the Cavs. So now you got a team full of old dudes that can't shoot and that need the ball. Because let's not forget, Derrick Rose is the backup point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, you got – and then Isaiah Thomas, let's be clear. Isaiah Thomas stole Nate Robinson's soul. Like, remember uh, Space Jam where, like, they stole the powers and stuff? Isaiah Thomas stole Nate Robinson's, like, powers and stuff. Isaiah Thomas is a good scorer, but Isaiah Thomas is a liability on defense. Very much so. 
And they talk, and now they're talking about Shumpert wanting to get traded and this and that. So you got to put somebody next to him that's going to be able to guard him. And J.R. Smith is not that guy. I'm just saying. And then there's no long-term security that LeBron is going to be there. So now you got Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, J.R. Smith, and nobody else on the squad. I don't see that being long-term like a good look for Cleveland. See, that's why they had to get Isaiah Thomas. Because when LeBron leaves... Isaiah can do something with the pieces that they have right there. Okay. I don't, Kyrie probably couldn't do nothing with the pieces that they have there. And he wanted a fresh start. So, it's going to gonna have to prove himself or he's going to have to eat them words. Man, I, I would like to have seen the Pistons try to trade for Kyrie, man. But that wasn't going to happen. Because that, that, if you talk about being a monster, because you know what happened in football. A lot of times, if you don't play for the team you want to play for no more, you do the Andre Johnson, man, I'm going to go play for the Colts. You know what I'm saying? That way I can play y'all twice a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go to the division rival. When Ben Wallace, after the, the, the Pistons started to fade, he was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm going to go to the Bulls so I can still see y'all every game. Then he went to the Cavaliers after that. Like, I'm still going to come play y'all every time. You know what I'm saying? But but I, I, I honestly feel like, bro, Boston got the better of Because Boston, you got to think, they wanted Paul George. They wanted Jimmy Butler. They wanted a superstar with all the pieces that they got. They got Gordon Hayward, who was a, a um, he's not a superstar, but he was on the rise. He like like a second tier level star, so to speak, right? Yeah. So now you put Kyrie with him and you put around a bunch of tough guys around him. The only thing, though, the only thing, Kyrie injury prone. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? You feel? I'm just saying. Yeah. They need that status, though. They need. They, he gotta. He gotta grow as a leader. He a, what? He a two-time champion or one-time champion? Uh, one. Oh well, he been to the finals. He got experience. Like that's a lot to bring to a, a young team. And he got Kobe in his ear too. So. Yeah. So hopefully he get a little bit of that Mamba mentality. Well, he kind of got a little killer instinct. Yeah, no, he got it. Because he was the yeah. closer. He was the closer for the Cavs for, for a minute. You know what I, I'm saying? I tell people that. Even in the playoffs. Yep. As much as LeBron did, he did average a triple-double. But Kyrie was that man. And they didn't respect that man enough. So he had to leave. Yep. I, I still don't think Cleveland got the better of that shit. But we're going to see, man. Because... Cause again, I don't I don't see all these old, a team full of old niggas, man. I just don't. But but let's switch to football, cause it's Houston. I want to keep I gotta keep it H town. Um, who is y'all starting quarterback this year for the Texans, man? You got Watson or Savage? Right now they saying Savage. I want to know who you rooting for, and then how it, how long do you think before um, Bill O'Brien switch? Cause you know he's notorious for switching his quarterbacks. Oh yeah, he's notorious for. But um, Tom Savage, man, look, I feel like the man deserved a shot because he, he just ain't have a complete chance, man. It's like he been he been getting fucked up. He injured prone, it seems. But um, oh boy, Watson look nice, and the city got an urge a urge for the kid. Like the system, nice for him. They yep. like his youth, his uh, his athleticism. It's like Savage got the keys in his hand, and he's he driving at his pace. But when he fuck up, it's a wrap. Yeah. But it's probably like week seven. 
Nah, I think it's sooner than that, man. Because it's the thing, man. And it's hard for me because I, I want to be a Texans fan because I live here and this and that. Um, Last year and the year before last, the Texans had a top-rated defense. Okay, they run the, the way that they mix up, they balance. They got a top receiver in the league because DeAndre Hopkins is a top receiver. I don't care what nobody. I watch dog play. Like he he just needs somebody to get him to rock. Okay, they basically traded Lamar Miller for Arian Foster uh, last year, and, and Lamar Miller was on my fantasy team. And he was getting me buckets, well not buckets, but he was giving me points. You feel what I'm saying? So. That having that good mix, having a good, you know, a young quarterback, you need a good, you need a good running back that that you can kind of dump those passes off to, and you need a tight end that's consistent. Y'all got a pretty good tight end. I forgot dude's name. Uh, Fedora Fedorowicz is, is the one dude. Then y'all got another dude. What's his name? Ryan Grisham. Yeah, him. That cat name, uh, what? Steven Anderson out of Kyle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. so but you need those pieces to be successful, man, like to help develop. But as long as you got a strong defense, like I feel like having a good quarterback will put Houston into contention because right now the AFC is really just the Patriots, the Raiders, and maybe, maybe the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody else is up in the air, like maybe they could. But the clear favorites right now is the is the Patriots and the Raiders. The Chiefs, maybe, and then I feel like Houston could be there if they get the quarterback thing ironed out, man. What you think? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I really think the coach is trying to play it smart see how this offensive line come together. Because when we had David Carr, that was our weakness, man. We didn't have a line to protect that man, and mm-hmm. they don't want to throw him out there like that. So what they going to probably do is have Savage go out there, let <laughs> get himself together, you know, work out some contracts. <laughs> Some boys on hold out, and uh, and then we're gonna be straight when all that get taken care of. Wait, so wait, you don't think that they're gonna use Tom Savage as the test dummy? Like, if Tom Savage keep getting hurt or keep getting slammed on his head, then it's like, all right, the offensive line not good enough to put Deshaun out there. So, we're gonna, after they kill Savage, we're gonna upgrade the offensive line, and then we're gonna like have Watson go ham. Man, if it walk like a duck, talk like a duck. <laughs> What up, though? It's your boy, Low Gross, also known as Uncle Skeetar. You are listening to the Inaudible Ruckus Podcast on Slaughterhouse Radio. You can check us out every Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can listen at Slaughterhouse.com or check us out via the TuneIn app. Every Saturday night, man, solid dudes, solid topics, solid music, solid podcasts. Also, subscribe on Google Play and on iTunes, Inaudible Ruckus. Motherfucker. Oh shit. That's it's a cold game. It is a cold game. Alright, so switching back though. And it kinda died down because of the all the, the drama with the Cavs and stuff, but initially Melo was talking about how he either wanted to play for Cleveland or he wanted to play for the Rockets. And then he said he didn't want to play in Cleveland because a lot of people, like even when Chauncey Billups, when, when Jimmy Butler didn't force a trade to Cleveland, when Chauncey Billups turned down the GM job, then after shortly after that, Melo said, all right, I don't want to go to Cleveland. I want to go to Houston. So then the Knicks released their um their season, like uh, pro- promotional package or whatever, and it had KCP, uh, not KCP, um, Christoph Porzingis, KP, 
and two other random dudes on the squad. And then it was like, all right, no mellow to sell tickets. So clearly he up out of there. How long do you think it's going to take to see Melo in a Rockets jersey? Or do you think out of nowhere he's going to end up in Cleveland with the rest of them old bums? Okay, look. Melo, my favorite player, has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I really want to see this happen. Come to the city, get with CP3, get with James, and it's going to be all good. So I've been I've been following the report where a report has said um that they're working on a deal. It just they gotta work out all the nicks and crannies. And it could take all the way up to preseason, probably right before the preseason started. Okay. In like September ish. Okay. But um shoot. As soon as that happened I have to cop a jersey and I gotta catch a game. I I'm gonna become a fan then, because I told you I've I haven't, I haven't caved in. I've tried to become a Rockets fan. They just wasn't fun for me to watch. Okay, I tried to become a Texans fan, but J.J. Watt just kind of turned me the wrong way, like on um, when I saw him on Hard Knocks just being a cornball and stuff. But if Melo come to the Rockets, like, I'd be a fan because I really like James Harden. I just It's just hard for me to watch them play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They play, it's, it's like iso ball, and then – um. It's like ISO and one four play. It's like watching the seventy sixers play back when we was growing up, when Iverson just come down, cross somebody over, and just do some stuff, and everybody else go stand in the corner and wait. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. not fun basketball to watch, bro. It's just not fun for me. Oh, it's a it's a whole new game with CP three on the field though. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he gonna he gonna be in, he gonna hey have your feet moving uh, sit sit your, sit your pigs. Scream. I don't think Harden gonna like that though, cause you know Harden is used to just like just being laid back and just like hey you know I may play defense this game, coach. It depends on you know if I went to the club last night or not. I I feel like I feel like that's why they hooping together now. They trying to build that chemistry now. He trying to see what he likes, see what he likes, yeah. see how they get the best out there. Cause, Cause, if they put it together, bro, I see them being like a top, top four team in the West. I say top four. Yeah, I see me. I don't know if it's biased, but I see them probably like maybe top three. If they get mellow, they could be top two. Yeah, I mean, the, the only reason why I put them at four is because defense, man. Like. People hate the Warriors, right? But what they underestimate is the Warriors' defense and the system that they have. Same thing with the Spurs. I don't even like the Spurs, I but I respect the Spurs. You feel what I'm saying? And in order to beat those two teams, you have to be able to switch it up when the playoffs start. Because all, all um, season, you can throw alley-oops, you can shoot them up, you can do whatever you got to do, right? But when it comes time to the playoffs, you got to be able to stop folks. That's what the Warriors thing is. The Warriors start shooting, and if they run dry – as long as they stop you from scoring, somebody on their squad going to heat up. You feel what I'm oh, saying? That's a genius. That's yeah. a genius. But, but, but with, the, with the Rockets, it's like if Harden go dry, who going to – one, if Harden go dry, who going to stop the other team from getting hot? And who, gonna, who else going to get hot when Harden goes dry? Now that they got CP3, like that's going to help. And if they get mellow, that will help too. But at the same time, they need to put a bunch of defensive stoppers around them, which is why keep – I'm, I'm going to say it right here on this podcast, bro. If Iman Shumper end up being a Rocky, man, don't say I ain't tell y'all. Get out of my head, bro. Get out of my head, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't say I ain't, Don't say I didn't warn you. 
Man, hold on. Nah, because I was thinking, man, look. I'm going to show you how much of a fan I was. I watched. I was watching all the video. I was watching a video where um, Mike D'Antoni had won Coach of the Year. Uh-huh. And from, from his tone, I got that he got some of this up his sleeve. I feel like maybe with CP3 out there, he working on some offense to add, like that's going to help uh, probably keep players, role players when they in the game and players that are help when they're not in the game yeah. so we can keep it balanced in the playoffs. You know, you got to have depth in the playoffs. Yep, yep. So I think he working on it, but man, Get out of my head with that shumper thing, I'm, I'm man. just saying. I, I be following the league, man, and I'm actually a, a more of a fan of role players than I am star players just because you need those pieces, right? And I told you, growing up watching the Pistons, we know Chauncey Billis, we know Ben Wallace, but you don't understand how important Rasheed Wallace was to the squad until, uh-huh. like, you watch it or you realize how important Tayshaun Prince was or the fact that Rip Hamilton was important or Corliss Williamson. You know what I'm saying? Or Memo Rocour and the fact that Mike James and Lindsey Hunter coming off the bench playing defense 94 feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that stuff man. matters. Man, you know, Big Ben was my dude, man. Like, he was he was a G, man. He wasn't scared of nothing. He, he went wasn't. out there. He wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but I would now, what will absolutely make me a fan if somehow, some way, the Rockets was able to trade for DeMarcus Cousins, man. If they did that, man, I'll buy, I'll buy 15 jerseys. Oh, man. Man, buy now, that's, jerseys. I, I ain't trying to get my hopes up, man. All these, <laughs> all these ideas thrown in my head, man. Look. <laughs> nah, but that would be nice, though. I ain't going to lie. I've been thinking about Boogie Cousins coming for a minute. Because that's, that, that's one of my favorite players. That's one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then he would like the he like the culture in the city too. Yeah, I know he'll yeah. for sure. Put it on. Cause I'm one of them dudes, bro. I look at the X factors, the intangibles and stuff, right? So, Boogie from Mobile, Alabama, right? The closest yeah. major franchise to them is the Pelicans. So I knew he was gonna go to the Pelicans, right? Now whether he stays there or not, it remains to be seen. But the next most popular place to that is Houston. So I think he should go to Houston. That's just me. That's wishful thinking, though. But whatever. So we got to get off to some more music. Uh, real quick, one more time, Joe, man, before we go to these songs, uh, tell them where they can keep up with the Keep It Trill podcast. Oh, man, they can keep up with it on SoundCloud and, and iTunes at Keep It Trill podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at Keep It Trill Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Keep It Trill P-O-D Pod. And for all y'all out there who's like, oh, you got a podcast? Oh, how can I hear it? Where, where do I go to something? This is what you do. Yes, you can go to SoundCloud, but if you got an iPhone, it's simple. You scroll over to, that, to, to your apps. It's this little purple thing, right? This purple symbol that says podcast. I need you to do me a favor. Scroll over to that, click that, go to search. Type in Keep It Trill Podcast and then hit subscribe. Okay, then type in Inaudible Ruckus Podcast and then hit subscribe. So then that way every time we drop, you will be alerted and all you got to do is hit play. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you can thank him now. You can thank him now. All right, so we're about to get off to some music, man. This next song is by the homie friend to the Keep It Trill Podcast and the Inaudible Ruckus Podcast, man. Plaza Boy Cash, this song is called Got It.
And then our boy Penny Boy Fresh with Whipping the Form, man. Y'all keep it locked here. It's Keep It Chill Podcast and an Audible Ruckus. Motherfucker. Heard about the sack, got it on me. 40 in your whip, got it on me. Smoking loud, got it on me. Talking about you, know the bitch been watching on me. I got the drugs on me. Check out the hoes coming. She gon' want pop some. I'm gon' want pimp some. Don't let the laws in here. America's most wanted. How do my thugs in here? We don't want pop nothing. Feeling like I got a meal. See me in that rental with a bunch of buttons. All my niggas with it. All my niggas willing money, stay consistent. That's the only issue. That's the only thing. Put me in the game, I'ma win a ring. Tell them, learn my motherfucking name. Do the in my section. Stacking ones like Texas. We the next, no resting. Enough fellas contestants. Love it, love it when she on one. Got enough pills for the night. Got a backpack to the hotel. She a hoe for the night. One life from a Leah. Baby bottles, no bills. Two cups when I see her. Got lean on me, got lean on me. Nothing love with that bag on me. Yeah, be up, I'm cool. He don't know I got the name it on me. Yeah, be up that too. Heard about the sack, got it on me. 40 in your whip, got it on me. Smoking loud, got it on me. Talking about you, know the bitch, then why she on me? I got the drugs on me. Check out the hoes coming. She gon' want pop some. I'm gon' want pimp some. Don't let the laws in here. America's most wanted. All of my thugs in here. We don't want pop nothing. Oh, I want it all. Had to separate from some fuck niggas, they don't want the ball. You ain't got a how. Fuck it, I get it. You ain't never had nothing. For the bread, they kill you. Money talk, Frank Hatch. Been a trillion since Savage. Keep a blade on us for the ranch. Bitch on me that a stash. Strong on me that broccoli. Got raw papers for the taste. Shooters with me for the hate. How black blank face. Still popping like drink seals. Ask your spot she a fan. Gold on me, that's King Homie. I'm LeBron James with the plan. Dirty business in the damn house. Whole circle keep close mouth. Heard about the sack, got it on me. 40 in your whip, got it on me. Smoking loud, got it on me. Talking about you, know the bitch, then why she on me? I got the drugs on me, check out the hoes coming. She gon' want pop some, I'm gon' want pimp some. Don't let the laws in here, America's most wanted. All of my thugs in here, we don't want pop nothing. Candles is a family-owned candle company that specializes in soy blended candles. Their line currently includes candles, tarts, and wax melts. Go like their Facebook page at Rose Gold Candles and check out some of their scents like Endless Love, Very Vanilla, and Japanese Cherry Blossom. Let Rose Gold Candles keep your home fresh. You, you know what it is. I got Trey 8200. Got the official squad, nigga. 
While I'm taking trips I, I work like a slave Feeling like a slave master I've been whipping it for days She trying to come with me Can't get the fun with me Athlete for a check All the time So in other words You can't run with me Young nigga getting his hustle up Getting it in I can flick like a muscle up No sets in the gym I'm a band like a relay I'm baking the game like a relay I'm a dad so hard My legs will make it a crowd Shout out to Hooray Cruises down in the age I mean I just took down in the art I just forgot my dogs Now I pull the one dick in the dark So you know I'm riding through Better come your hoe Or she gon' be riding too When it comes to that money I do what I gotta do I just hop in the whip and be racing I think that check I don't know about you But bitch I be whipping the form Whipping the form Whipping the form Bitch I be whipping the form Whipping the form Bitch I be whipping the form Whipping the form Whipping the form Bitch I be whipping the form Whipping the form Whipping the form I'm whipping in a foreign so hard that I tore my muscle. Damn. But I'm still on my grind, can't stop my hustle. I spit them rhyme like my first name. Bust the diamonds on my ring, all came my cuts. I think you gon' take mine, you a sucker. Hey, your body onion chopped in the dumpster. With the dumpster juice, stab a nigga like juice. Take off in the white Bronco with bitches by the deuce to scoop up the crew. Dead lead to the Bill Gates, do we NASCAR to the check? If your bitch look my way, ain't no way she coming back. She'll juke you like a running back. Drive by slow, so you know I'm riding through. Better come your hoe, or she gon' be riding too. When it comes to that money, I do what I gotta do. I just hop in the whip and be racing. I think that check I don't know about you, but bitch I be whipping the form, whipping the form, whipping the form. Bitch I be whipping the form, whipping the form. Bitch I be whipping the form, whipping the form, whipping the form. Bitch I be whipping the form, whipping the form, whipping the form. Alright, so are we back? That was the homie Plaza Boy Cash with Got It. Got it on me. And then uh Penny Boy Fresh with whipping the porn. And then um Big Joe is back here, man. Yeah. This the empowerment segment, man. But one more time, man, Joe. Tell them how they can keep up with the Keep It Trill podcast. 
You can go on SoundCloud, type in Keep It True Podcast, and follow. And you can go to iTunes and type in Keep It True and subscribe. Y'all make sure y'all do that. So this is episode 73. It is the final episode of the audio road trip. And in case y'all haven't noticed, we visited a different city every week all fucking summer, man. And we are recording this in the midst of a hurricane. It looked like we in a little window right now because it, it stopped raining. And it looked like it's drying up a little bit. But the next wave is coming soon. So we just trying to get in and out. It's like Floyd. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, that that. Um, one of the reasons why I rock with y'all so hard on the Keep It Real podcast, bro, because y'all talk about some of the shows that I talk about. So real quick, we're going to knock this out the way. Everybody talk about power. So we're going to give a power update. I know, Joe, you just got finished watching it. So spoiler alert, man. The daughter got killed. Uh, Why you doing, man? I mean, that was last week's episode, man. I'm sorry. I, I normally don't spoil it because I don't want to be an asshole. But if you didn't catch it in a week's time span, because I'm, I'm one of them dudes, Joe, man. I DV, I don't watch a lot of TV. Me and my wife got a handful of shows that we watch. And yeah. I DVR them and I catch them at my own leisure. Because I ain't going to lie to you. Between this podcast stuff, working my regular job, and reading a whole bunch of books and studying up on how to be like the coldest like marketing consultant type dude ever, that's what I be on. So I catch these shows when I catch these shows. But I'm still into them. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do have one question, right? So for the listeners out there, man, uh, Raina, the daughter, got killed. And... It was all because of Tyreek being stupid. And I got a question, right? Yeah. Shoot. During the robberies in the last last week's episode, right, Tariq stopped. I call him Tyreek, whatever the fuck his name is. The little dumb nigga, the little dumb son, right? He, they, was, they was hitting the lick with, um, with the dude Brains and whoever else the other nigga was that was out robbing the houses and stuff. Yeah. He stopped them from raping the white lady, right? Yeah. He's like, hey, make him stop, stop. Why didn't you jump out and say, hey, wait, stop, when they pulled a gun out on your sister? Uh, I got a problem with that. I have a problem with that. Yes. Uh, he froze. I don't know what that was, man. Uh, like, I, me, I know I would have done different. You think it was the lean? Because you know he rocking with that lean heavy. Yeah, he had been on that lean They've been feeding them that the, the past few weeks. Shout so. out to Houston. No. <laughs> <laughs> that ball. Nah, man. That was that was sad, man. It was. I was into it too. Yeah. To a heavy, I was like, man, but this that's gonna be a wrench. That's a wrench in the show right there in the machine. Yeah, I mean. Everybody got a ride though now, like, and it's like it's one of those things, man. You got to tell your pops. You know oh what yeah, you, you got to. You got to. You got to. And now he, now he got to be down for the cause, just yeah. for baby. This. Yes. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's what we're gonna see because it's only one episode left. So we're gonna see how they play that that part of it out. The other interesting um, character development was Dre. And how he became the and I I was a Dre fan at the beginning of the season, like the whole show. I was like, everybody identifies with Tommy or Fifty. Or or ghosts. 
I identify with Dre because he was a young dude trying to transition over, but this nigga's a snake, bro. I can't identify with no snake nigga, man. Like, this dude's the most double-crossing this dude I've never seen, and and I honestly feel like he underestimating, like, the shit that he getting himself into. I think he just doing it to prove a point. Like, like he said, he was like, I'm tired of everybody underestimating me, but I think he underestimating, like, really the the, the weight of, like, what it is to be that nigga. Exactly, exactly. You got to pray the cost to be the boss. And if you ain't got the receipts, then you need to shut the fuck up. That's what my mama used to tell me all the time. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm a lover. <laughs> That's what's up. But yeah, Dre, I don't know. So what, what's your thoughts on Dre, man? You want to see this nigga dead? Or like, do you think he going to bring it all back later on? Or even if he did bring it back, do you think the nigga is so much of a snake you couldn't trust him? See, me, I wouldn't trust him. Like, if I already, I've been, ha- I feel like Tommy... Tommy been having too many of them raise your eyebrow moments. Yeah. If you gotta have many moments with with one character, you can't really trust. And see, I don't get that either because Tommy is a like he he hot tempered, he quick to kill a nigga, and it's not. And it's like he giving this dude too much slack. Oh, I, and yeah. I don't, I can't understand why. I feel like I think he he distracted. I guess. I guess his pops being in a scene fucked him up. Yeah, yeah. Because he a little off. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's tough. I, I will say this, and we talked about this offline, man. Um, Power is a good show, but it's it's predictable at times. And I only say that because if you if you somebody who's not just like one of those trendy people that just see whatever everybody else is talking about, but if you really like a movie buff or like a show buff type person, then you expect certain things, what they say, like uh, dynamic foils and plot twists and this and that. So some of that stuff be too predictable for me. Like even when the daughter got killed, spoiler alerts and all, like I just kind of saw something shaky about to go down and I was just like, oh, well, this will be, you know what I'm saying? Whatever about to happen. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, another, it's, it's another show that y'all talk about on the Keep It Trill podcast. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe to that on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Um, Ray Donovan though, and I and, and before before I throw it to you, bro, I've told people many times Ray Donovan is better than Power. People say I couldn't get into it. I didn't ask nigga if you could get into it or not. I said that it's a better show because I've watched all the seasons of Ray Donovan with my wife, and I watched all the seasons of Power. And from a character development standpoint, a plot twist standpoint, the way everything story arc wise and the, and all of that stuff, Ray Donovan is better, man. But Joe, I'm going to throw it to you because y'all talk about it heavy on the Keep It Trill podcast. For the people out there that don't know what the fuck Ray Donovan is about, man, break it down for them. Man, look. Ray Donovan is this Italian dude who who come from a family of hustlers and boxers. And, yep. But they real tight. They believe in unity and family. And they stick together. And Ray Donovan is the main character. He um he get it done, man. He can walk in any room and speak. Like he could be in a room full of vultures and still speak. You know what I'm saying? It it kind of remind me of myself. That's why I like. That's why I got into it. Yeah. Well, My, um, big homie shit. Like he he literally fixes everything for everybody, both outsiders to the family. Like that's his job. It's his occupation. And he do that, and he and he get ran ragged doing that. But then he got to turn around and help out. He got a, a group of brothers. 
Yeah. And his dad. And his son. You know what I'm saying? And the people that work for him. And he always trying to bail people out of trouble and stuff, man. And it's like he do all of it while driving the Benz. He ain't, it ain't, it's not the hood, it's not the rags to riches, it kind of is, but it isn't, because we picking up when he already owned. So, he's, yeah. he got the house, because a lot of people, and this is the thing, everybody, like, watch Power and stuff, all the black shows and stuff, it'd be about the pursuit of, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's about the pursuit of, Ray already got the crib, he already got the, you know what I'm saying, he with a family and this and that, and he got the Benz, and he just be riding around in a suit, just like, and he get phone calls, hey, come through, we need you to hide this. Hey, we need to do that. Uh, I forgot what season it was, but his daughter was dating some rapper dude that got killed, and they was after his daughter, so he set up a meet with them, and I'm watching it with my wife, and I'm like, man, if it was me, man, I'd go up in here, I'd shoot these niggas through the back. That's what I said. And what this nigga right do, dog? He was like, I'm going to count all the money for you. So the guy was like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Pull it out the bag. And so Ray's just sitting there counting stacks out the bag, like bam, bam, bam. Then out of nowhere, boom, boom. Like, I was like, he shot this nigga through the bag, man. Ray, a real one. <laughs> he real. He real. Like, he get it done, man. He does it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's dependable. He dependable. Oh, yeah. He, like, no matter what. Cause it, it, and for the listeners out there, man, it's, it's not simple stuff like that. It's like his brother was locked up in prison. And he got him, he was able to blackmail somebody, do this, do that, and able to get his brother pardoned out of prison right before he was about to get killed by the Nazis. How? Exactly. How, Sway? How? Man, no one knows. No one knows, bro. Like, I get up on that show. Uh, people be sleeping on it, man. I, I think what it is is because the one dude that played Derwin Davis in the game, Oh yeah. Uh, he's the only black dude on the show. And then the mom from Moesha played his mom. Uh um and so oh. I th I, so I think a lot of people that was early on though. I don't think they they don't show her as much now. But I think yeah. because again black folks gravitate towards black like urban oriented things, which is nothing wrong with that, but I think we need to expand our horizons cuz a lot of people is up on Game of Thrones because they say it's so good. I don't give a fuck about no dragons and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's why I don't watch that shit. But I just feel like it's other alternatives out there before you just say, oh, this is the best show ever. Like, it's not the best show ever. Because Sons of Anarchy was another uh, show that I recommend everybody oh, yeah. check out. And that was oh, about yeah. a bunch of white boys on motorcycles. Oh, yeah. It was cold. That was cold. I didn't get to finish it all the way through, but I was... Nah, bro, you got to. You you have to. You have See to. That? I'm going to binge watch it. Nah, you got to. I, I would say that. I would say that. Because it, it, it go like, you talk about, man, woo. That's that's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do want to I want to take this time, though, man. So one of the things, like I said, that, that I liked about Ray Donovan was the strong family uh, connection there. So I wanted to throw it over to you, bro, because I I done hung around you. I done hung around you you and the fam a couple times, and and, and the whole keep it true. Y'all all a close knit group, right? So, um. I just wanted to take the time to one highlight that, and two, just walk us through that dynamic and like and what it is, like what family mean to you, and just tell us a little bit like about you and your brothers and stuff, and how y'all all just working together, man. Oh man, family is everything, man. Like for real, like it's it's like so much can go on through life, but I feel like if you got the right people around you, you could do anything. Like community. Brotherhood and family, like yeah. that's everything. Like, um, it's on all levels. Like, say, even in the streets, you got brotherhood. 
like, I ain't promoting gangs or nothing like that, but, like, partners or whatever, like, y'all grew up together, y'all take care of where y'all from, like, that's important. And then you have, uh, like me, I play sports. Mm -hmm. So I grew up around, uh, you know, I grew up playing football, and I did track, and uh, it just taught me a sense of unity, like, brotherhood, man, like, fighting for a common goal, man. Yep. So, so, so let me ask you this then: in 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 team sports and in brotherhood and in organizations, how can I say this? It's like playing quarterback. So, do, do you feel like that that certain people like that you have to just like everybody has their own skill set and you gotta kind of like see where everybody's good at and see where to where you can apply it at? See, I take it as um, I just take what I'm good at and help when I can, mm -hmm. and then they take what they good at. They help when they can. It ain't no hierarchy or nothing like that. It's yeah. just because one thing is we all respect each other as men and women and whatever, you know, anybody on the team. But um, we just respect each other as men. Like, that's the biggest thing. You got to have respect and trust. Yeah. So once you – and then me, I'm the type of person, like, I learn, I learn from my mistakes quick. Mm -hmm. Really. Like, I ain't going to make the same mistake too many times. And then I also learned from other people's mistakes because I was taught to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can get a lesson out of anything if you open to it. Yeah, so, what, what did they say? A, a smart person learns from their mistakes. A wise person learns from the mistakes of others. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right on the nail. What up, though? It's your boy Lo Gross, also known as Uncle Skeeta. You're listening to the Inaudible Ruckus Podcast on Slaughterhouse Radio. You can catch the show every Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Solid dudes, solid topics, solid music, solid podcast. Also, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and on Google Play. Also on Stitcher and Pocket Cast. Inaudible Ruckus. Mug. But but and, and and the reason why I posed that question, I'm glad you you said that though because so the past couple episodes we was talking about like group economics and stuff and, and stuff in the community and like that's how you help it be better, but you have to start with your family dynamic first. Right. And, and what they say, you got to take care of home first before you can like go out and, and do other things. So the fact that you have that dynamic at home and if you think about if you do what you do and then the family next to you does what they do and then the other family next to you does what they do. If you got three families doing what they're supposed to do, then that's the community right there. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, so I mean, and, and, and as always with this show, we, we always try to propose solutions and 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 start conversations so that people understand like there's other options and other ways to go about doing stuff you feel what i'm saying and it's all i feel like it's all about what you value and one thing i can say about all y'all over there with the keep it Trill podcast black gold entertainment ever since i've known y'all it's, it's a sense of camaraderie it's a sense of brotherhood and everybody do their part man and i and i one i want to commend you on that but also i wanted i wanted to shine light so other people out there can see man you can't do everything by yourself all the time 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, like it's it's got to be a group. If you gotta have you a squad, you gotta have you a team. That's that's part of Maslow's hierarchy of human needs. Like, you know, what I'm saying? it's right up there. The 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 need to belong to something. You yeah. see what I'm saying? For sure. But um, yeah, I I can see that. Like, um, it's it's a it's a process. I feel like people gotta people grow into it. Some quicker than others, and it's, it depends on uh, your environment. Like, yeah. like, like one of my one of my brothers, like he more he more reserved, but he's still he's still uh, family oriented, and he's still you know loyal and all that. But people got their own they own next. They do it how they want to do it. Yeah. Cause I remember, I remember, what was it? It was uh, a month or two ago. Y'all had no. It was that back in May. Y'all had me come out to the basketball game. When was that? Oh yeah, that was about that was May. It was in May. Uh, yeah, man. That, and the crazy thing that started that started as just the fan wanted to link back up and uh, hang out because we feel like nobody was messing with each other. So. We started some to uh, make sure we keep in touch, and some we could look forward to, you know, talk yeah. about great memories and stuff like that. And it just became it became a thing, and it got bigger and better over the years. I mean, I, I saw that, and I could I couldn't tell. I just was like, man, look at this, this is happy family, because y'all y'all had invited me to come through. And it was in the hood. I ain't gonna lie to you, because you know I me. Mean? I, I I try to move around, I'm learning my way around Houston. So it's kind of like I got this little hood passport that I just like. All right, let me just go fuck with these dudes. All right, got a stamp. All right, let me go over here. So I walked in and I was I was calling. Remember, I called you first, like just to make sure I was in the right spot, because I was just like, yeah. all right, hold on now. You look, oh no, you good? This all family. And I sat down, and it was I don't know if it was your aunts or something. And they was like, uh, hey, it's all good, baby. You just tell them, man, we from the Clark. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but I assumed that that's real. So I'm just like, all right, cool. And they 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 was good. They saved my seat. Somebody tried to take my seat. They chased them up out of my seat and everything, man. They showed up. Real. Always, man. That's how I grew up, man. Like in the clock, like see, I ain't staying the clock, but you know, staying in the clock, grandma stayed in the clock. Yep. No, no, hey, time out, time out, time out, time out. If your grandmama stayed there and you hung out over there, you from over there, okay? You know what? What Kendrick say? Where your grandma stay? Huh, yeah. my nigga? <laughs> yeah. So it was all love, man. Uh, that's and the way she, the way I grew up over there is like. Everybody used to go to grandma's house. Family, yep. friends, no matter what, you get into it with your with your parents, and you grandma cool with everybody in the neighborhood. She she'll let y'all, you know, steam blow, stay over here for a little bit. Like it was yep. like that. So that's how we grew up, man. We grew up with you know older brothers, older older cousins, you know. How it's supposed to be, man. That, 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 for, for me and my family, I felt like we was our own gang because it was um, it was my granddaddy, my grandmama. They had seven kids. Five of them was boys. And then my mama and then my auntie. And my mama had me and my auntie had my one cousin. So we, us two stayed at my grandmama house growing up, but everybody used to come to my grandmama house. So literally it's 20 of us because everybody had like three kids apiece. So I got like 20 some first cousins. So everybody used to hang out at my grandmama's house. and But we, we actually had rooms at my grandmama's house, me and my other cousin. But everybody would come visit, so we'd be over there all the time. And literally, 
me and my cousins are like brothers and sisters because we was over there all the time together. You know what I'm saying? But I feel and it was we grew up in a gang neighborhood, but people used to be like, Man, y'all a family and my uncle used to say, Man, this all the gang you ever need. So you don't need to join no all gang. Right. It's like we twenty something deep sitting on the porch, like you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I want to join your game for. And then the crazy part about it was, I remember like my grandma would send me to the store, and I get in the little fights and shit because niggas used to try to jump me or whatever. My cousin, who's a girl, Tia, shout out to Tia, man. She would come running up the. They were scared of her on the block, cause cause she used to come running up the street, and used to beat the shit out of niggas. Like grown men used to get beat down in the street. Uh, it was you ever watch wrestling? And one person come running into the ring and slide in and just beat everybody up, start giving everybody Stone Cold Stunners. And, and I was just going to say, that's that old school Stone Cold Stunners. I, I don't know what was going on. I got beat up one time, and I was I, they was kicking off into my ass. It was like the intro to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, bro. I was getting my ass kicked, and out of nowhere, I just seen, oh, shit. And I seen people try to take off running. I seen her run up, grab a dude by the back of the head. Like on some wrestling shit and slam his face face first into the uh, concrete, and then in midair she spun around so that she landed in front of this in like the X Factor. I don't know, remember uh, X Pac used to do the move the X Factor. Oh yeah. Like he slammed you on your face. Like she slammed him on. She spun around. It was like a bulldog converted into an X Factor. She slammed dude on his face. He was face down on the concrete. She was punching him in the back of the head while he's face down on the concrete. Then she jumps up and start beating everybody else up. Then she beats me up on the way back to my granny house for being a punk. <laughs> she got three kids though. She got three kids, two degrees now, so she all calm and chilled up now. Shout out to my cousin, but you know. Shout out to her, man. She she a G. Uh, let's just say that. And so like people like, oh that's T Oh no. no, no, no. <laughs> Real. You know, but but like I said, family is everything. You know what I'm saying? And then oh, but man. but that passed down to me. So then when my little cousins was like the cousins that came up underneath me was getting jumped, all right, we gotta go around the corner and fuck them up. Let's go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, got to. But but I don't want to keep that negative connotation up because then it evolves. Like you said, when you learn your lessons and go through your transgressions in life and stuff, then you also, like we talked about earlier in the segment where we with Bun B and stuff, as the older dude and stuff, then you have to be the one to kind of help pass that down and help facilitate that. You know what I'm saying? Like the flow of information within your family. You know, I was when I went back up for my wedding and stuff, my uncle was like, man, nephew, you the OG now. Like they listening to you now. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And sometimes some people can handle that, and some people can't. Some people can't understand that they the they the next thing. They the one pushing forward. Yeah, it's a big responsibility. It's a big because you're not thinking for you no more. You're thinking for you plus everybody else around you and and everybody else that's to come. You feel what I'm <laughs> saying? So yeah. it's, it's it's but I I bring all of this up and to tie it back full circle before we get into these next songs, bro, man. I see you doing that. That's why we the big homie. You feel what I'm saying, man? So I want to tell you, don't stop and keep it going. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm gonna get real busy soon. I'm working on I'm working on some things. I'm a, I'm gonna keep you updated though. So what what can you uh, don't give it all away, but for the keep it trill crew, man, what y'all y'all got any upcoming stuff y'all working on that y'all want to announce, or everything is still kind of like under construction at the moment? Oh, well. Give us some. Just give us one thing. You ain't got to give us the whole rundown. Okay. We working. We working on, like, these next few episodes. We working on giving back to, like, 
the community a little bit. Okay, okay. A little bit. So, um, we've been con- we've been uh, connecting up with a few people, and we trying to put something together. Okay. And, yeah. That's what it's about. That's exactly yeah. what it's about. I I don't want you to give away too much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But before we go, Joe, man, one more time, tell them where they can uh, keep up with the Keep It Trill podcast, uh, where you at, uh, where they can subscribe to the show, and then on social media. Okay. Uh, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, on the podcast section. Just type in Keep It Trill podcast. And then on SoundCloud and Google Play. And then you type in Keep It Trill podcast. Now, on the social media side of the game, it's Instagram. Keep It Trill Podcast, and it's Twitter, Keep It Trill Pod, P-O-D Pod. Already, my nigga. Man, appreciate you, Joe, man. So, so this next track we're about to get into is by the homie Jimmy Fuckett, straight out of Mo City. It's called Steez, and then Straight Money K-Dog, where I stay lit. If y'all ain't never seen K-Dog perform live, you need to follow him on Instagram at Colum Johnson, okay? And this dude, like, he put on a show. I got some videos of him on the Inaudible Ruckus underscore podcast page on Instagram, man. Like, he put on a hell of a show, man. Y'all make sure y'all check him out, man. It's I Stay Lit. Keep it Trill Podcast and Inaudible Ruckus. Motherfucker. I'm a greasy like Memphis and Vancouver. In the Uber with a Sprite like Future. Hunting for cookers with chips like computers. Whoa. That shit was crazy, I'm just so used to not slipping that swing We're just some talk about talking my lane Been off of my mids and I ain't been the same I'm so American, I'm so American I just be killing for nothing, man, I'm with a denim The chosen one talking in Oakland skywalking like Anakin Isn't it obvious? We are the Midnight Marauders Go back like rolling on choppers, I'm in the zone Love it, I hate it, you feeling it though Cause this is your medicine This is your, this is your, this is your, this is your medicine This is benevolence this is your ancestor blessing, yeah, this my inheritance, this is your reverence This is a word from your reverence, this is your decadence This is your grandpappy telling you walk with your meddling Please, 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 got that ass, please, 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 please I kill him with ease, please, 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 yeah, yeah, this, please, 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 please I kill him with ease, and if they come get me, I understand
undeniable, you so invisible All in the mirror this morning like where is my rival I used to be scared of you Missing the days of a better us Hope this confession will better us, maybe it won't But knowing I tried, I can live with that though Cause I learned it the hard way And don't fit my heart, say fuck the illogical Make the impossible possible, jump every obstacle Don't try to save me, don't take me to hospital I'd rather die alone Finding peace for my trouble, so And until I die, I'ma be in my zone I don't give a fuck if you fit in the door But this is your medicine This is your This is benevolence this is your ancestor blessing, yeah, this my inheritance, this is your reverence This is a word from your reverend, this is your decadence This is your grandpappy telling you walk with your meddling Do you have a sweet tooth or are you just craving something sweet? If so, then you should visit Pinky Sugar Shack and try some of their ooey gooey cakes. Pinky Sugar Shack is located at 18929 Schoolcraft in Detroit, just west of the Southfield Freeway. They're open Wednesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can place your order by giving them a call at 313-897-2253 or by visiting their website at pinkysugarshack.com. That's Pinky's Sugar, S-H-U-G-A, Shack.com. Pinky Sugar Shack, home of the ooey gooey cakes. What it do, what it do? This your boy Straight Money k Dog, and this right here is I Stay Lit. Yo, 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 Cause I'm always slicing Duck left, right hook, call me Rocky S on my chest cause I walk around cocky In the club blasting off like a rocket No weed or drink, no one in my cockpit Naturally, nobody can stop me Like the human torch, y'all boys can't off me People don't wanna see me on Ticking, ticking, ticking like a bomb Countdown coming with a bang Karate kicking haters, Luke Kane Throwing missiles but they always miss Calling firemen, my fire's lit NASCAR flow, vroom, vroom I'm hitting haters with that funny boom I say li 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 I stay, 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 I stay,
gang, yeah, this boy is crazy. Let me go in and tell him I'm about to come through like Superman and I'm feeling amazing. Make him say, uh, nah, 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 no limit power like mystical, screaming, not danger. Them haters be talking down, they trying to beat me up, it's morphin' time power with Rangers. Cowabunga, yeah, I'm feeling gnarly. I don't need Mary or the Molly. Turned up to that Mad Max, like a fire at a camp party. Crockman, 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 coming hot and I'm blazing. I'm turned, I'm turned, I'm turned up. I'm charged up, super saiyan. On another level, push the pedal to the freaking metal. I'm turned up just like heavy metal. Yo, turned up on another level, push the pedal to the freaking metal. I'm turned up just like heavy metal. Alright y'all, we back. That was Steve's by the homie Jimmy. Fuck it. And then I stay lit by straight money K dog. For the finale of the audio road trip, we appreciate you. For, I mean, you have been gone all summer. You know what I'm saying? We had you on the Detroit episode because we were Yeah, there. you stopped through here on the road trip, and it was awesome. I mean, amazing, you know, to see it live and and the people to come together for that show in Detroit. Yeah. And then with the wedding, it was just, it was, it was like, it was amazing. It was epic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got so much feedback from that, the pictures, just everything, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm glad you're home safe. Yeah. But now, your other issue is the the storm. Yeah. So Hurricane much Harvey. Prayer, much prayers is going out for you people down there. Because, you know, we want Texas to be safe, you yeah. know. But these are things that are acts of God, and they got to go down, and, you know, it's how we deal with them. So when people say move, you move. And when they say sit tight, sit tight. So that's one of the things with people that we sometimes miss out on. We don't follow directions and instructions. Mm -hmm. So we got to get better with that. You know me, man. I rode through the hurricane, didn't spill my drink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
Say, hold it high. Say, I fall on the floor, but I ain't driving my dream. Yep, yep. Yeah, but are you tired? Um, nah. Not really. More energized, man. I, I think that, you know, this audio road trip is something that we tried last summer. It was a success. We repeated it again this summer. It's a success again. So I, I only hope that year after year is something bigger. And honestly, between me and you, Ma, remember when I was younger and used to make me do book reports in the summertime? Yep. The audio road trip is like my summer project. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's like a it's like a, a report on all these different cities every week, like a city every week. So Well then what I'm gonna have to do is in the near in the future I'm gonna have to take a couple of trips and, and step out and see some of these towns. You know, I, I used to do a lot of travel and I'm getting back into it. Yep. You know, last year we went to Hilton Head and I had that, that drink called um uh, Painkiller. I know I heard that. What's in that? It was it was a really good drink, but I mean Hilton Head has a lot of heritage down there, and you know the plantations and stuff. It was it was a learning curve for me to go there, but a very nice city to go to, very rich. City. Yeah, it's boozy. It's boozy down there. Yeah, but yeah, because there wasn't that many black folks where we were. But I mean, you know, I'm glad you're home. I'm, I love when you travel. I'm glad I put that on your radar so you know how to do it and pack light and pack heavy when you need to. Yep, yep. But um, how does it feel to be home? Home is home, man. I'm just ready to get to uh, do some more work. I, and me and you talked about it offline, but I got some ideas for the podcast. I mean, definitely moving forward, the audio road trip is one to keep. But I got some other stuff that I want to do. Getting a taste of how it feels to do it live, like how we did it in Detroit. That's something I want to look at moving forward. And some other things. Got to do some upgrades and stuff, man. It's, it's all about bossing up. Because, you know, podcast is the new radio station now. Yeah, we still yeah. got a couple on the thing, but every all I hear is podcast, this, podcast, that. Podcast. What, can so I ask like, you what's your favorite podcast? And uh, the World Rugged. Just checking, just checking. <laughs> you know, don't don't play, don't play, don't play. Yeah. No, Mama, well, I appreciate you coming through. We got some stuff that we work. We gonna keep it under wraps right now, but we we got some stuff we working on with you as well. So yes, be yes, on yes. the lookout for the expansion. The expansion of Mama Loves Words of Wisdom. We ain't gonna give away too much right now, but we are working on some things. Well, you know, I just wanted to tell you, welcome home. I love you. I got a new door to people, so my life is expanding as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week. So I can talk back to my people. All right, Mama, we love you. And not about records. All right, y'all. Oh, man. What's wrong? Man, I need something to match these new shoes I just got. Why don't you just go to FlightRisk82.com? They have exclusive T-shirts, hoodies, and tanks. And they also have custom colors so you can match with your new shoes. Man, I'm going to have to check them out. Just do it. Visit flightrisk82.com. That's F L Y T E R I S K, the numbers 8 and 2.com. Man, I'm going to have to get fly on them one time. All right, y'all. Uh, this has been episode 73 of the Inaudible Ruckus podcast, man. I recorded this in the midst of this hurricane, man, because I'm not about to let nothing stop my grind. Um, to quote the late, great, well, he's not the late, but to quote the, the non-great 
Icon, Riff Raff, I drove through a hurricane and didn't spill my drink. Man, that's what it was all about. Also, man, just keep rocking with me, man. I'm going to persevere through everything, man. Like, that's just my goal. That's what I plan to prove. That's my whole brand and what I'm, I'm working on here. But I want y'all to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play. You can just open your phone up and click the little purple icon, type in inaudible ruckus podcast i'm there man you know what i'm saying listen to us on soundcloud every saturday 8 p.m to 10 p.m central standard time on slaughterhouse radio we up in there and then we on stitcher and we on pocket cast you can also check it out on the website inaudibleruckus.com also man appreciate big joe for show stopping by from the keep it trill podcast we got some stuff that we're working on with them coming soon but make sure you check them out keep it Trill Podcast on SoundCloud. Subscribe to them. Keep it Trill Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Also, man, follow them. Keep it Trill Pod on Twitter and Keep it Trill Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Inaudible Ruckus underscore podcast on Instagram and Audible R A U C one. On Twitter, like my Facebook page, Inaudible Ruckus Podcast. If you got any inquiries or if you're a small business owner and you're trying to network, send me some emails, man. Or if you want to advertise on my website, inaudibleruckuspodcast at gmail.com. Told y'all, man, I'm for the culture and I'm not about to stop. So y'all keep it locked here, man. Inaudible Ruckus. Motherfucker. I wonder what the bang of the furnace, but you wouldn't listen. Party